0: Hey everyone and welcome back this is episode three of the not so perfect podcast and i'm your host abby i just wanted to take a minute and thank everyone listening whether you are new or have been here since day one being able to come on here and talk about things that matter to me is such a wonderful feeling i am having a fun time posting and writing and talking to all of you my purpose for this podcast is to create a space where i can talk about things I think deserve to be talked about with that being said i want to segue into my topic for this week's episode i want to talk about mental health this week and yes this topic can be a very heavy topic to talk about but i think since it is such a huge part of my life i want to start here start with some of the basics i think i chose this topic because number one not only am i struggling with my mental health every day but two i know a lot of others that struggle as well and three i think this topic I have been tiptoeing around, not sure if I was ready for such a major topic, but I would like to start and see where I go with it. I think this topic can be heavy and serious to talk about, but it also can be relatable and light. I think about Anna Sitar on TikTok and her guides to feeling better, and how those are serious but also relatable. She also addresses them so calmly and puts things into such a nice perspective. To me, I want this space for me to talk about things that I know helped me in hopes of maybe helping others. I have been thinking about this topic for months now, and I'm wondering if that is why I started this podcast talking about other topics first instead. I think I have been tiptoeing around it for multiple reasons, but here I am, and I am ready for this. I recently saw a friend of mine post on Facebook about how therapy was going really well for her. I was instantly so happy for her. Taking time for yourself and doing things to help your mental health are so hard or harder than it seems. And going to therapy is such a huge step in the process. I myself started therapy about a year and a half ago. And since then, it's been a roller coaster of a time. Starting therapy was a shock. Never would I have thought I would be in therapy. I was more in the contemplation stage. When I started, I thought I knew everything that I needed to know, but I was way wrong. For the last year and a half, I've been up and I have been down. I think of a hill, and I think how that is such a good way to visualize it to someone who doesn't quite understand the ups and downs. Getting to the top is hard, grueling work, but once you are to the top, you feel good. But the bottom can be easy to get to as well, meaning you tumble down, you slide down, whatever. But therapy has been good to me. It has allowed me to reframe my thinking, not feel judgment, and taught me many things. I'm grateful to be in this position, but I will say it wasn't easy getting here. So going off of that, nothing about mental health and therapy is linear. It's more a circle or a cycle, I think. What I mean by this is something I've learned while I was in school for substance abuse counseling. It's called the stages of change, Um, They are, as an order, pre-contemplation, contemplation, contemplation, preparation, action, and maintenance. I won't bore you with the definitions, but basically the action and maintenance is continuing therapy and doing the work. But with addiction, there is the relapse segment. Sometimes it will happen, and other times individuals are able to stay in maintenance. When it comes to my mental health, I am wondering for others if they feel like it moves like a wavelength type line, or, you know, like the cycle. I feel like sometimes I am making progress and other times I'm going backwards or move back a few notches. Like my mental health is a health meter in a video game and I get hit with a rock or something and the meter falls backwards. Like that's what I'm kind of trying to compare it to. I know in this moment that it is okay and I shouldn't worry about it and it is probably so normal but can I just say that it sucks. Um, It's so painful to do all the work, get to where you need to be, get to the top of the hill and something just like a rock hits you and you fall down and you're back at the bottom. You know, you tumble down the hill, land at the bottom and you're all beat up. You got scratches, whatever you got stuff in your hair, I just, that's why I think it's like a wavelength, but I also think it's like a cycle where you can go backwards, moved back a few notches from where you were, but it's it's a cycle like you can always get back to that good spot. But back to what I was talking about, talking about how much it hurts, it hurts so much to go through what I talk about in therapy or what I think about on a daily basis, and I just have to live on like nothing is wrong. I have to go to work and act like I don't take medication to keep my mind from racing or that I struggle to sleep because I am worried about one minor thing. I'm fearful of future diagnoses, but also know that it will be so helpful. I hate having to work through my feelings and problems when others are able to just deal and move on, but is that normal? Is that healthy? I don't know. I don't know what normal is anymore. Is it okay to just deal and move on or is that unhealthy? Am I normal with just a little added sparkle? My fiancé would say so. So many unknowns, so many questions, so many thoughts as to what to be and how to act. As a woman, it is hard to not show it physically. The stigma of women are crazy is so threatening. Literally, I feel threatened by that to even express the way I am feeling. As a sister and daughter, I suppress my feelings in fear of bringing my family down. As a fiancé, I have had thoughts of he would be better off without all my craziness, but that is the stigma driving all that. As a woman, yes, my mood changes, but I am also allowed to struggle juggling all that is on my plate. Some people can handle it, but I tend to struggle. That is okay. As a sister or daughter or fiancé, I know now not to suppress my feelings, but to voice them, let them out, because I am not just hurting myself in the process, I am also hurting them. And that's not okay I should be able to talk about things and tell them that I'm struggling instead of making them believe that I'm fine when everything is not as a fiance I am blessed with the best he is quite truly my rock and my biggest supporter sure at times I feel like he will be better off but that is just my dumb thoughts taking over and not allowing me to be truly happy When I reframe that thought into, I'm so lucky to have him, and there will never be a day he judges me, it allows me to be the most open I have ever been with anyone. I may think negative things, but I can work through them at my pace, and that is okay. This leads me into my next topic. Reframing your thinking, or the way I have been putting it, is changing the narrative. For example, I used to have horrible road rage. So bad. But I started telling myself that maybe that person is having a horrible day. Why would me yelling at them make anything any better? Or maybe that is an old lady and I am basically cussing out someone's grandma. Now I probably know what you're thinking. Abby, some people just drive dumb. They deserve it. But they don't. The narrative reads that on May 8th of 2022, I, Abby, cut someone off because I didn't look in my blind spots. I too have made dumb mistakes while driving and never feel like I should be cussed out or flipped off. The same goes for your mental health. Change that narrative, babe. Change the narrative of, I'm so dumb I should have seen that coming. No, you really just need to slow down. You are running yourself ragged. Or, another one could be, ugh, I am struggling to balance everything I need to get done. No. Maybe you are spending too much time on things that don't need to be done right now. Prioritize. Make the change. For me, when I change my narrative or reframe my thinking, I have noticed a decrease in my anxiety. I still have anxiety, but when it comes to the little things that would cause me anxiety, I've seen less of those. I've been able to assign my priority stressors and my energy suckers. Just like music, when you change what you are listening to, it can have an impact on your life. Now, this leads me to my final topic, energy. This is something I learned in therapy and reframed to fit my needs. I was noticing I was giving energy to things that were just sucking my energy, leaving me exhausted and taking away from things that actually mattered and deserving of my energy. When you wake up in the morning, only you know how much energy you will be able to have to give out in the morning. When I started assigning percentages to things that required my energy, I noticed a boost within myself. I noticed that I was now in control and that I can control what is priority and what is second. There was one thing I assigned half of energy to, like 0.5 energy, and it made a huge difference. So I'm not saying you have to go out and assign everything your energy. I am just relaying some information that has helped me and my life. Assigning energy has allowed me to give energy to more my family and fiance. It has stopped me from scrolling on social media sites for too long or and changed it to more reading and more productive work. Being able to do something that positively helps you mentally is so f- refreshing. It is like you just took an everything shower. You don't take one every day, but when you do take one, you feel renewed. I think the same goes for mental health and the tiny steps we take in our healing process. Now, I have a long way to go, yet, and I know I am nowhere near my peak knowledge. So thanks for sticking with me. Thanks for coming on this journey with me as I share my thoughts and tips. I hope this episode helped a little bit. I think one of our biggest things as a society is that we have been labeling a lot of things, whether that's mental health or just certain other criteria that we have been giving people, situations, whatever the case may be. So I think when we finally take a step back and we actually look at the bigger picture, mental health, who we want to be as a person, how we're getting there, What we're doing with our life. I think all of those things can be heavy, but they can also be changed into something positive. So that's why, you know, I really think changing the narrative or reframing your thinking and these energy suckers are so important as to like the base level of mental health. When you can harness the mindset of changing the narrative, you're giving yourself, you're giving yourself so much power to be who you want to be and allow yourself to not be so held down or tied down by your mental health or your anxiety or your fear or your depression. Like me, for example, I was so nervous that I had to have this podcast perfect. That's kind of why I named it Not So Perfect. I think when I started this, Process way back when, like two years ago, I sat down and was like, this is how I want it to be. And I started to do it and I was like, I can't manage this. You know, like I'm trying to be a daughter, of a co-worker, a fiance, and I can't manage what I'm expecting myself to do. So I think too, just jumping into this now, I don't come up with a topic until, you know, Wednesday. Then I type it out. When I have a free moment to just talk for 30 minutes, that's when I record, you know. I'm really hoping that I never have a week where I can't post, but I also think too, if I don't have a topic, that's okay. I don't need to have a topic for every week. Um, I just need to have a good topic to actually talk about i think that's another reason why i chose to talk about mental health is because i do struggle every day i do have my good days but i also do have a lot of bad days and to me it's not fair to myself to constantly be tied down yes most of my stuff i've learned in therapy but without therapy i would have never known those things because one I was giving my energy to so much social media. And then I see certain things that trigger my anxiety and trigger fear and trigger the depression of, gosh, like, that's so relatable, but that's how I feel. Like, I feel so down and I feel so deep in the darkness. And those are valid feelings, but they are also just energy suckers because that's all I would think about. I wouldn't think about how... um, wow i gotta try this new recipe and it ended up being really good like to me that's a good thing or i finally had the time to bake the cookies that i've been wanting to bake or today like we had a snow day at work and my fiance was also off of work so him and i have gotten to kind of be our own people separately but then we've also had moments today where we've been able to come together and we did the Oreo gingerbread house that we've been waiting to make for weeks now. Ever since Christmas, I guess. Um, so I'm done tiptoeing. I'm ready to take the leap. And I'm ready to kind of share this part of my life with whoever's listening. I really appreciate anyone who listens. Um, so thank you. So until next week, have a fantastic week. And change your narrative. All right. Love ya, Abby.